Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. Kelly got a new mic. I did. I don't know if anybody can tell. I'm not even sure I can tell. We'll know. But we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. The police will know. Oh. Okay. Every, That's fair. Everybody tweet at Kelly because, you know, I, I've encouraged her. She now has like a, a nice, wonderful, beautiful setup. And I'm like, you should stream. I want to watch Kelly stream. So tweet at Kelly. Encourage her. Get on the bandwagon. Thanks, guys. Tweet at me. At me on Twitter. At. At poopy poop. Dot poop. Dot? I didn't make it have dots in your Twitter ad. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up. Oh. That was my very immature joke to start us off. Oh, well, it's fitting. It's it's a good start. Thank you. We got a lot of news this week. It feels like we've had slow weeks, but not this one. Yeah. Do you want to hop right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Um, well, you're looking pretty, you're looking kind of sus today. So I just really would, um, I got nothing. That's all I got. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> so Fortnite has announced and released a new mode called Imposters. It is a mode where you, the player, either go around doing a bunch of tasks or you are an imposter and you slowly pick off the characters who are doing tasks and try to pretend that you are actually one of them. And if you get found out, you lose. And if you don't, you win. Um, if this sounds familiar, it might be because it is the exact formula to another very popular game, Among Us, which was very big over the past year. Um, this is... Not the coolest thing. The team behind Among Us has made some light, snide comments about about stealing their stuff and also putting a lot of side-by-sides of the map of this mode versus the main map in Among Us, and it's the same exact thing. It's, uh, it's a little... I don't like it. It's not surprising because by its nature, Fortnite is stolen, you know? They ripped off PUBG very, very much. So making a new mode that also steals from a team doesn't feel that shocking, you know? Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, I can't say that I'm like, wow, this is such terrible, shocking news. It's like, it was so popular, somebody was bound to copy it to that extent. Um, it's a little surprising that something as popular as Fortnite would be so blatant about it, but it's also kind of not surprising at all. It really does prove that, like, Epic Games was, like, pretending in their their court case against Apple that they were like, you know, we're for the consumer. We're here for the consumer. And Apple's not. Apple is not consumer. And, and that was all a ruse. They're not pro-consumer. They just want money, you know? The only mm-hmm. reason they did that whole court case was so that they could make more money and Apple didn't get a cut. It wasn't because they wanted to protect the consumer. Yeah. Getting a $2 discount on V-Bucks is not pro-consumer. Yeah. Well, I won't be playing it. I decided I'm not going to play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I wanted to play Among Us, I would play Among Us. Do you want to play Among Us? Um, Sure. Okay, so the rest of this episode is just going to be video-free <laughs> commentary of us playing Among Us. 
Yes. Sus. You know what I have a lot of commentary on? Yeah. Maybe not a lot. Oh. Um, so the 343 Industries announced that it is delaying the Halo Infinite campaign co-op and Forge um, until after the launch so that they can focus on getting the single-player campaign done and the multiplayer done in time for the holiday release, which is a little bit crazy. They're kind of just like, hey, you wanted a full game? <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to work for us. You're just going to have to wait. This is so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so dumb. Who cares? You've already delayed your games like a billion trillion times. You have to do it one more time. Like, who cares? It I don't get it. It makes I know me. people are like, people are like, but the but they get harassed about delaying the game so many times. Yeah, and then if they release a crappy game, they get harassed for releasing a crappy game. The internet it's is like, a very harassy place. Yeah, there's no winning. I it I feel concerned for the single player because of this news. I think they're doing everything they can to get the single player out this holiday. And this makes me feel that that's not super likely. It's August. Holiday is in a couple months. Games like this need release dates a fair amount in advance. So I don't know if it's going to happen. I really don't. I don't think it's going to come out this holiday. I think they'll release the multiplayer, but not the single player. Yeah, I mean... You're right, it's August. They've got like three months, not even, to get this done. Yeah. And also, like, just the multiplayer happening. is a free download, so, like, if the single player doesn't come out, that means there will be no, like, retail presence this holiday, which would be a pretty big hit to Microsoft. Two holidays in a row since last holiday was when it was supposed to come out. Yeah. It's just, like, kind of embarrassing, I'm not going to lie. It's like, what have you guys been doing besides this game for, like, four years now? Yeah, and they haven't shown us, like, almost anything. Seriously. There's no other Halo games. There's no other Halo properties. No. Like, explain to me what's been going on. I know that COVID happened, and that was, like, a... What's that? That obviously was a big hit, but... What what, what happened? uh, COVID-19. What is that? I don't know. I'm unfamiliar. Oh, you're just... But people keep talking about it, so <laughs> I just want to sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> but I am I am aware, like, of that situation, and I understand that a lot of games were pushed back and people weren't able to work. But, like we said, this game has been in development for, like, four years. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been long enough that that excuse has kind of dried up. Yeah. It'd be different if they started developing it in like 2019, but yeah, we like learned about it in 2018. I'm pretty sure. Something like that. It's been a while. So, yeah. I'm just, I'm just really feeling abandoned by Microsoft right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, hopefully it doesn't get abandoned altogether, but <laughs> might have been better. So last week we talked a little bit about a an upcoming horror game called Abandoned. It was uh released as a demo well there was a an app released on the playstation store for ps5 that is not a demo but it actually just holds a bunch of trailers and by holds a bunch of trailers i mean they released it with nothing in it and then 
the day they were supposed to, they didn't release anything. And then two days later, they updated it, and it only had a five-second teaser that was already on Twitter. It was a whole mess. Listen to last week's episode if you did not already hear about that, because there's a lot to talk about. But the developers of Blue Box Studios have come forward and said that the full gameplay trailer is still months away. They said an update to the application will be coming sooner with a new trailer. But again, gameplay, months away. Why do we know about this? Why, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought. I'm like, if you have to announce that you're not going to see gameplay in a trailer for months from now, maybe you should just be quiet. Yeah. Maybe you should just move in silence. Because And then <sighs> when you drop it, it's like really cool and surprising. This game has so much weird, like, elusiveness around it, and it just gets worse over time. Like, it's not fun anymore. It's just like, oh, maybe we would have been better if we just didn't know this existed until it was time to, like, you know, see it in full. Because the reveal trailer was fine, but, like, I don't understand fully all of this enormous hype. Because I'm, yeah. I'm excited, but it's just insane what's going on around it. Yeah, it's hard to be hyped for games that are like a trillion billion years out. If the trailer uh, showing gameplay is still months away, how long is the game away, you know? Mm -hmm. This is not so, some Kojima project that you can show off 400 times before release and be okay. Unless. Unless. It's a Kojima project, but it's Ugh. probably not. Nah. I'll eat my shoe. Ew. I know. That's just gross. Like, nobody was betting against you, so you just offered. <laughs> I just made things so much worse for myself. Yeah. Well, I'll send a... Oh, well, you said your shoe, so you have to eat a shoe that you've worn before, which makes it even worse. I could do it. Okay. No, I couldn't. That's going to be your Are first they... Twitch stream. <laughs> I will be eating my shoe. <laughs> just kidding. I will not be doing such a thing. Good. You know what I will be doing? Huh. Is tuning into Gamescom 2021. Thank God. Jeff, thank God. And you know what Jeff Keighley said? What did he say? He said, you guys are getting Saints Row this year. Well, maybe not this year, but you're getting perhaps a reboot <laughs> of Saints Row. Maybe next year. Probably not. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's giving us Saints Row, just not the game. A pre a Right. Right. Um, but there was a tease uh, for a new Saints Row reboot entry. We're not really sure yet um, that Jeff Keighley posted on Twitter. The man, the myth, the legend. When is he going to come on our podcast? I've been texting him, tweeting at him, texting, calling, emailing, <laughs> Tumblr IMing, MySpace IMing. Oh, wow. wow. I subscribe. It's really intense. He, I'm surprised he hasn't. I'm surprised he hasn't uh, put a restraining order on you yet. I mean, I don't open my mail, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it's already there. It's just been sitting there. <laughs> um, but it was pretty blatant. I mean, there's not really any like if ands or buts about it. It was like a link. There was like a little video clip, and then there was a link. And if you click on the link, it takes you to sandstar.com. So it's not really, you know, secret or spoilery or anything like that. Um, but they said it, I mean, I think they said it back in like 2019. They were like, yeah, we're working on Saints Row. Wink. 
I mean, it feels like it feels like time. The series has kind of been dormant for a while, and it's not like it has no fans. So, yeah. Did you ever play Saints Row? I played two because it was free on PlayStation Three, oh. and I Three is really I liked good. it a lot. Three's Three is where they went good. berserk, right? When it got like weird. Yeah, I think Three is good because I'm pretty sure it came out in 2013, if I'm not mistaken, and that was like the whole like a big chunk of the game I feel like was kind of making fun of Mass Effect because it was like an alien invasion and then you like were on a ship with all your um, companions and you could like literally romance anybody you could romance Keith David <laughs> who is also in Mass Effect he's a voice actor in that game so I feel like it was kind of poking fun a little bit but it was really fun I really enjoyed 3 because it was so ridiculous but that's what made it fun I liked 2 as well but it's you know, off brand Grand Theft Auto at that point yeah, it kind of felt a little more like grounded in reality, which I was like, that's fun, but I could just be playing a different game for this, you know? Yeah. Are you good? Three was really fun, though. Are you excited for Gamescom? We got that opening night live. If you're listening on the day of release tomorrow, I am very excited. Two hours of chat. does everything start? 2 p.m. EST. Well, I won't be home. But, Nor will I. You know, that's like a weird time to start, guys. Well, Some of us. It's in Germany. <laughs> It's called opening oh. night live. It's 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. That's my favorite time of night, <laughs> 11 a.m. Well, in Germany, oh, I guess, yeah, it is nighttime there. Yeah. I'm just annoyed because this is the first time in, like, years I will not have been able to not be able to watch a Jeff Keighley presentation live as it happens. Same. And, like, yeah, I'll get to watch the replay later. I might not. I might just watch all the news and not have to watch Jeff Keighley at all. But like at the same time, I probably am going to watch it. Yeah. Just for Jeff. I'll, yeah, I'll try and get in there. We'll have lots. Maybe to, I'll take a late lunch. Lots to talk about. Well, it's a two-hour conference, so it'd have to be a late, very long lunch too. <laughs> well, <laughs> for legal, for employment and legal reasons, uh, I'd never take long lunch. No, that'd be ridiculous. Um. What is going on at Gamescom? Um, besides that Saint Saints Row reboot slash remake slash new one, we're uh we're gonna see some some uh Monkey Ball perhaps. Yes. Sorry. You're fine, Jeff Keighley. I love. Sorry. Monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball. I love Super Monkey Ball. Jeff Keighley also loves Super Monkey Ball, I think, and he tweeted that there's going to be a reveal at Gamescom, and it will be very surprising um announced earlier this week was that kiryu kazuma who is from uh yakuza no i, I know where he's from my brain just shut down for like, <laughs> i can't believe i was able to answer that before you did <laughs> it wasn't even like i didn't know i was just like wait what what is this sentence <laughs> kiryu kazuma is joining monkey ball he looks very cute and chibi. Oh my god! Is he a monkey or a human? He's a human. Oh my god, he's so tiny. He's just a little guy in a ball. Aww. You don't I love him. You don't have to look it up, audience. He'll be in our thumbnail. Don't worry. Definitely will be in our thumbnail. Um, but it it was uh I also realized what screwed me up. I I mistyped his name in the doc and I was reading it and I was like Am I misremembering? <laughs> I was not. Uh, but 
I'm very excited that Kyuryu is coming to it. Sonic and Tails were announced a couple weeks ago, but that was kind of like, well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's cool, but it makes a lot of sense. But like, even though Kiryu is owned by Sega, I would not have expected him to be in a monkey ball. <laughs> so I'm excited to see who's going to be next because like, uh, surprising, who's it going to be? My first thought and only thought, and I, it's just because of uh, Jeff Keighley's friendship with the developer, is that it's going to be a fall guy. Aw, that'd be cute. And if that happens, uh, somebody Venmo me some money for calling it. <laughs> They're kind of like thematically similar games. Like you're just a little guy and you're trying to get somewhere. Just pushing through. Just pushing through. But in one game you're in a ball. And, you're confined. Yeah, in another game you're in a fall. And you're a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. I don't like that the fake laugh turned into a real laugh. <laughs> you know it's not fake? What? That Skyrim is 10 years old this year. On November 11th, 2021, it will be 10 years old. That is old enough for a human being to be born and to have a fully fleshed out consciousness. Yeah. That's how old Skyrim is. Um, so because of that, they were like, hey, you guys, how would you feel if we just did it again? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're remastering Skyrim for current gen so like ps5 uh, xbox series x and um it's a free upgrade for those who have it and then there's like an anniversary edition which i don't know but they added fishing that's the one you have so but that's in the anniversary edition so you have to pay money to fish oh well if you're if you're a pc gamer like me you can just download a mod to let you fish or you can do what everybody does in Skyrim and what you could do before and you could literally just catch the fish with your hands which is something that your character can do you just have to be really fast at clicking <laughs> um, th that was so stupid you can fish in the anniversary edition <laughs> <laughs> like I'm offended on behalf of people who don't want to pay to play Skyrim again even though I've probably paid for it like five times now in my life. Well, the bright side is that if you own it on the other consoles, it's a small upgrade fee to get the anniversary edition content. But also, it's just dumb. I don't want them selling Skyrim <laughs> anymore. I hate, I hate that it's gonna have a new, a new spot on a retail shelf again. I think it's really cool and good. Can I point something? And Bethesda has literally done nothing for Fallout. But don't worry, Skyrim has been released about 10 times now. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what's really funny to me? What? We were making so much fun of Bethesda because at their conference, they took like a long moment to just mention that Skyrim was 10 years old and we were like wow that was really stupid that they just spent that amount of time just to say it was 10 years old and show nothing and now they're like no here it is and I'm like why didn't they just show this at the conference yeah oh well they were just trying to prep us so it would be less of a meme when they re-release it again I guess so but it still is sorry guys you're never gonna live it down yeah 
Well, if you have next-gen consoles, there's something else you can look forward to. It's called Black Myth Wukong. This is made by a Chinese developer. It's based on Journey to the West. It's kind of a Souls-like game. It's been in development for a couple years. It's been shown off a couple times. But they made a big announcement that they are jumping to Unreal Engine 5, which is the currently not publicly available Unreal Engine, uh, what not predecessor, uh, follow-up. What's the word that's not predecessor? Pre- successor? Successor, yes. Um, it will include all of its major features, including ray tracing, 60 FPS 4K support, Um, if you're at all interested, go watch this trailer. I'm just in awe at the visual, like, integrity on display. They did such a remarkable job. And I'm, I don't even know if I'm interested in the game itself, but like, just, it's just such a visually stunning game. Yeah, and you are a monkey. You're a big monkey boy. You are a beautiful, handsome monkey. I don't know when... This game does not have a release date. Nor do I have any educated guess of when it's coming out. There was a trailer at E3, though, wasn't there? Maybe. They've had, like, two or three trailers now. Um, I think it was, like, 2022, they said. But not a date, right? I swear there was a trailer at E3. Maybe. I would assume that if it was 2022, it is not anymore because changing engines is a big deal. You know? Yeah, it's kind of like the guts of the game. Also, I, I just straight up lied. There's only been one gameplay trailer before this. Mm. And it wasn't at E3. It was February. <laughs> really? Oh, maybe it was at one of like the PlayStation showcase thingies. Maybe. Uh, the first trailer was actually August of 2020, so it was a year ago. Well, I know that I saw one like in this past year. Yeah, there was a three-minute story trailer in February, and then the first, the reveal and gameplay trailer was one year ago. That was kind of cool. I just am putting that together that they one year after they had that gameplay trailer, they're now releasing a new one and announcing the the jump to Unreal 5. Yeah. So there's not really a ton to say on it because it's still in the making. I highly recommend going to watch the trailer, though, because it's visually just insane. Yeah, it's very beautiful. You know what else is beautiful? Huh? Dragon Age. Yeah. I have to say it. I have to say, you guys, it's always on my mind. Um, but a fun fact, the developers of Dragon Age have always been super like open on Twitter. Like, here's the process that we went through, blah, blah, blah. Um, and in the books and stuff, I don't know. I feel like they're very transparent about the development process. Um, and they were like, yeah, so the title came from a random name generator. Which is very funny, the title Dragon Age, which is very funny because um, it must have been like, it must have been like one of the first things that they came up with because the lore of the game is sort of built around um, like the age, the Dragon Age. 
the Age of Dragons. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. But the truth is, is those of us who read fantasy or write fantasy, um, we've all visited a name generator every now and then. I mean, how can I think of elf names? Seriously. I'm not that smart, okay? I need to, like, I need some I need some supplementary help with names. I don't even know, like, human names. How am I expected to know elf names? Uh, so, yeah, just a little fun fact. It's a cute little bit of news. There's you know what we might, you know what we might see at Gamescom? Drag, drag, um. Dragon Age. Oh. I have to say it. I never would have guessed that's what you were going to say. Because there was a dra- there's there was Dragon Age week leading up to Gamescom. A Dragon Age week like supported by the developers. Yeah. Leading up to Gamescom and they were very explicitly like we are not going to be at the EA Play event. Period. Which came and went already. Yeah, and they d- they haven't said anything about Gamescom, so I'll be on the lookout. They'll be at my house. Oh. They ha- I have too. trailer in my house. Oh, okay. I'm on my way. Do you want to know some other random news that I decided I wanted to talk about? Yes. Um, If you go to Japan, they're releasing gummies based on the Pikmin. That's it. That's the story. I just... That's so They're just cute, and I want to eat one, and they look like little Pikmin. That's the entirety of the story, but I, I just needed it to share so everybody knew. That's a good story. Yeah, that's the totally the end of the peculiar random noise news news noise. <laughs> I don't know. That took three tries. That's totally the end of the random news, right, Kelly? Oh, you thought you thought that was the end of the random news, but guess what? What? Atari has a new owner, a new self-proclaimed owner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Soldier Boy was randomly just like, uh, you guys, just letting everybody know, I own Atari. And Atari was like, no, he is lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why Soldier Boy does any of the things that he does. Uh, Mr. Boy is very problematic. Um, and I don't know why he said this. So... That's the news. That's the yeah. Soldier Boy Atari news for the week. Yeah. Oh, because we have that frequently enough that you have to establish that that's this week's. Yeah. Let's follow up on Soldier Boy every time he does something game related. Because remember, he released a video game console like a year or two ago. Yeah. And it was just like one of those cheap plastic ones that has a bunch of games that are stolen and then they end up getting sued. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad for him. Yeah. Uh, some obligatory news reporting real quick. Uh, I don't really think there's much to discuss here. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard has confirmed it will have a November release date. Um, I think Activision deserves like no praise at hitting this or releasing a video game when they still haven't properly, you know, they still haven't properly addressed the concerns related to the the major crisis going on within the company and all the employees who have suffered. So I personally will not be purchasing this because, well, I don't really buy Call of Duty, but if I was considering it, I wouldn't anymore because of how the company treats their employees. Yeah, it's very much giving 
Look, guys, we got a new game. Don't you want to play it? A new game? Don't worry about all the other stuff. What about the <laughs> Nothing new game? happened. That's kind of, um, I feel like that was sort of Blizzard's marketing for Overwatch 2 as well. They're like, you guys, Overwatch 2. Yep. <laughs> yep. And they literally have nothing to show. I'm like, so to me, it's just giving distraction from the news. Yeah. So that when people type their name into Google, the first thing that comes up isn't lawsuit. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm not a, no. I'm not a fan of them just announcing. I mean, they have to release the game, but it's just, it feels kind of icky. Do they? Do they have to release it? It's just a Call of Duty game. Not to hate on my Call of Duty fans. No, but you're, uh, the idea that the well-being of the employees is far more important than the release of a video game. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess they don't really care about that. <laughs> no. Is there anything else you could play this November that maybe feels slightly less icky? Yeah. Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, a name that I will not... An acronym that I will not mispronounce on accident. I mistyped it by um, accident. <laughs> uh, there was a like a really nice long trailer that came out um, last week, and it was basically just sort of uh, showing some features that didn't that didn't that weren't shown before. Some features that are coming back, so like the underground bases, which were really fun, and Pokemon contests, which I really liked. I know people were kind of like, "How do you even do this?" But I really enjoyed Pokemon contests. Um, and uh, ball customization, so like love balls. Like thank that. God. Um, I know, thank God. Um, and it looked a little bit better. <laughs> and remember how your little Pokemon could follow you around and Soul Silver and Heart Gold? Yes. Well, it's back, baby. You you just hate answering my questions. <laughs> well, I thought when they're hypothetical. <laughs> or like audience directed. It seems sometimes I'll wait to see if you answer instantly. And then the pause is so long that like when my answer, it's just the <laughs> it, the timing's wrong. And I'm not going to edit it because that would make it, you know, make us look better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I looked, it looked, I looked good. I looked good. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly was watching the trailer and it faded to black. And then she just saw a reflection. She was like, oh, wow. Uh, it looked good though. I mean, I'm really excited. I'm glad that they're bringing back Returning Pokemon, that's really cute. I mean, following Pokemon, <laughs> returning Pokemon that follow you. I'm really struggling with words right now. Yeah. I'm glad that they're bringing that back because that was also introduced in the fourth generation, um, which was Soul Silver and Heart Gold, as well as the original Diamond and Pearl. And I'm really excited that they're bringing back, like I said, contests and underground bunker bases. I think they were called secret yeah. hidden bases or something. I can't remember what they were called. Something like that. Um, but those were two features that I really enjoyed about that particular generation. So I'm very excited that they're bringing them back. And um, remember how we were like, oh, I hope this makes us more excited for the remakes to come out. That's how I feel now. I'm more excited now. Good. So see you guys in November. I'm not. So look forward to Kelly's review. Yes. I'm not not excited. I just watching that trailer did make me want to go play Platinum. Uh, just yeah. like the original. But we'll see. Um, but thankfully, there is a Pokemon product not further not far behind Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. 
It's a little game called Pokemon Legends Arceus, which we already knew was going to be shown off. We talked about it last week. It was shown off in the Pokemon Presents with an extensive new trailer, as well as a follow-up that, you know, elaborated on what that trailer showed off. They revealed that this is actually the Hisui region. It is an ancient version of the Sinnoh region, so it is new, even though it is something we've visited before. Uh, it has its own new Pokemon in it. They showed off a couple new evolutions of previous Pokemons. Pokemon as well as some regional variants, such as Growlithe, but with bangs. <laughs> like me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have bangs, for those who don't know what I look like. Talking, well, you're in the thumbnail. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I have bangs in the thumbnail, so yes. you guys really get the full picture. Nobody listening to this has not seen your face. <laughs> um, but the trailer showed up. Uh, stop. Sorry. Stop being so proud of yourself. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So they showed off in this trailer some new battle mechanics. Uh, the battles now have a turn order on the right side of the screen. There are times when you are able to attack multiple times in a row if your speed stat is good enough, which is very, very new because Pokemon has very traditionally been back, forth, back, forth, you know. So this is exciting. You can add zest to some of your attacks to make them faster so you can attack multiple times, or stronger, so you attack fewer times but hit harder. They showed off that there is real-time movement, and that different Pokemon react differently when you approach them in the open world. Some of them don't care, like a Bidoof that comes up and just looks you in the eye. Some oh flee. That's scary. <laughs> what? <laughs> You don't want I don't want to be looked in the eye by a bee dude. <laughs> it's like, they're scarier than anything else. Those beady little dead eyes. Uh-huh. Is it more scary than the new Pokemon revealed Basculegion? No. Basculegion is the evolution of previously established Basculin. It grew in size by feeding off of the souls of the dead Basculin that died while swimming so basically it's just feeding off the souls of its dead brethren and it never gets tired because of that yeah that's cool that's kind of metal and you can ride it yeah they announced the mount pokemon there's a deer boy who's an evolution of stantler that you can ride there is a hisuian form of braviary that you can fly around on and then you can also swim through the water on the back of a basque legion um they also showed off that pokemon in the wild can attack you directly your human character has health and can be attacked by like a big bear and and you get you lose health you pass out and you go back to camp just like if you lose your pokemon see that's cool i love that that's how I want to go. Yeah. Is to oh. just be attacked by an Ursa ring and um, everybody will remember me as the girl that was attacked by an Ursa ring. Yeah. Well, I'll give you some Pokeballs. You can walk around and throw them for safety. Thank you. The Pokeball... Five to start. Yeah. The Pokeball throwing is also real time and you have active aim. So you choose where you want to throw it like it's a freaking shooter game excuse my language 
you also have to throw out your Pokeballs for your Pokemon that are in your party. Actually throw them. Aim where they get thrown. That's really cool. I like that a lot. Um, the open world was shown off a lot. It seems to be pretty extensive. I don't want to get my hopes too high, because if you remember the Pokemon Sword and Shield reveals, they showed the wild area as though it was huge, massive thing. And it was not. It was pretty small. I mean, it was decently sized, but like they revealed it like it was multiple open world segments, but it was just one. And like there would be a line and it'd be like, this is grass. And then right next to it, it's like, this is sand because you're in the desert now. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, there's no like fade or like natural. No, you're n now you're in the snow. You are in the snow now. <laughs> now you are in the desert. There are different Pokemon here because you are in a different area now. And they pop up and get small when you walk too far away. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm really hoping that's not a problem here, but we'll see. This this trailer technically looks incredibly better than the last trailer. I don't know if you saw the last trailer. Most of the Pokemon in it were running at like 10 frames per second. It was a really, really peculiar thing. It looked like a bad stylistic choice, but now it's apparent that it was just, like, a horribly unfinished trailer. And I really think they probably should have just waited to show it until now, because if this was the reveal, I would have been blown away. But the first trailer left me with such intense skepticism that, like, even this great trailer kind of left me a little bit uneasy. Yeah. The main goal of the game is still completely unclear. It might be to do with the Pokedex, because as I said, this is like an ancient time. I guess ancient might not be the right word, because it doesn't seem like prehistoric or anything. It's like pre-industrial. Right, yeah. But there's no Pokedex yet. You have to make the Pokedex. So if you go just like, if you go out and you see a Shinx, you know, stumbling around, it's not like normal Pokemon where Shinx is now just in your Pokedex. You have to do study, studying and research. To find out about Shanks, you have to watch Shanks do certain attacks. You have to see Shanks, you know, do different things so that you can fill out its Pokedex entry. Not just Shanks, all the Pokemon. You have to give him a little pet on his head. I sure to hope so. Him fully. But the idea of like doing just regular research, like actual research as a main goal of the game, I find really exciting. Me too. I also do like Me that they just too. ripped off Breath of the Wild. Like it was already a little bit, but like. In this trailer, the main character runs up to a cliff, and I'm like, huh, this really looks like that shot in that trailer for Breath of the Wild where he runs over the cliff and jumps off and then starts paragliding. That'd be really funny if the character jumped off the, oh, oh. and then they start flying. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> there they go. You really just, you took that. That's fine. It's a good game. It's a good game to I'm take a... from. Come on. It's Breath of the Wild. I just whacked my own headphones off with my thumb by accident. Yeah, it was really scary. Didn't feel good, gonna be honest. But anyway, this game's still slated for a January release date. I'm excited to play it. I will be playing that one, so expect a review from me and Kelly, not just Kelly. Yeah. Speaking of video games, what you've been playing, Kelly? Would you guys be surprised if I said that I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition? Yes. See, I answered. Playing. I answered fast. <laughs> it's 
Thank you. I do, you know, I do lead with a lot of questions. That's something I'll need to work on because I want to be confident. I want to no longer be asking all the time. You want to be telling. I want to be telling, yeah. Um, I'm telling you. Playing Dragon Age <laughs> okay, you don't have to be angry about it. <laughs> um, I really have nothing to say that I haven't already said. Any mods? It's a great game. I Oh, yeah. Kelly's Tons Mod Corner. Mods. Kelly's Mod Corner. There's um, this, maybe you guys. Well, okay, so let me just preface this by saying Inquisition is a very hard game to mod because it was built through the Frostbite engine. Oh. Because EA uh, hates uh, modders and Kelly and hates and Kelly it hates Kelly as well so every EA game past Inquisition Inquisition and past has been made with the Frostbite engine including their sports games so you know that's fun for them um, but I'm actually not sure about Jedi Fallen Order that's the only one I'm not sure about but I will say uh, people have found a way to mod it there's something called the Frosty Mod Manager <laughs> what uh, which I uh, highly recommend. I mean, you need it if you want to mod Inquisition or Andromeda or whatever. Um, and it mo it manages all your mods and keeps them all in one place and makes it a lot easier for you to mod the game. So um, that's sort of the first mod in Kelly's Mod Corner. And the second one is just sort of a general mod creator. Their name is Caffeine Painter on Nexus Mods. They have a lot of really nice uh, like aesthetic mods, like clothing and hair and NPC reach like uh, changes to the like textural changes um, I have not downloaded all of their mods so I can't really attest to all of them but the ones that I have downloaded mostly like clothes and stuff like that really enjoy um, and then there's uh, hair mods I love it by a creator called kitten tails uh, so there are a collection of hairs that sort of get passed around in between games. So like Sims, Skyrim, um, Fallout, uh, Dragon Age, Oblivion, um, and they're called Anto Hair. Well, there's a whole there's a whole series of um, creators, content creators, um, like Anto and Nightcrawler. They make all these crazy hair mods, um, and then this uh, kitten tails sort of compile them all in one place so they really I feel like it makes your character feel unique and stand out in a world where there's only like 20 hair cuts <laughs> total <laughs> so everybody kind of like gets cycled but um, so I really recommend that and I and I often feel like the texture work on a lot of these mods is very good for a game that is not so forgiving for mods so yeah that sort of concludes Kelly's mod corner for this week. Truly. Smile. Smile. Andrew, um, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing two things, and these are things that I chose not to mention in the news because I save them for now. Two demos came out this week for upcoming games, upcoming September releases. The first one that I played was Tales of Arise. This is the latest entry in the Tales of series. We've talked about it a little bit before. The series went dormant for a while so that they could recover a little bit. The last game that they released was not the most well-received, and they were pumping these things out every year or two, which is a little too quick for a massive JRPG. So they took a few years off. last one was released in 2017, I believe. And visually, it's very apparent what those years have done. 
because this game is visually awesome. There's a lot of cool touches. There's a lot of effects. The graphics are very nice. The anime style looks really nice on the slightly more realistic world design. The combat is very fast. Uh, I didn't quite grasp the intricacies of it because it's it's quite complicated and the demo is not super long. I didn't actually get to the end of the demo. I got stuck on a boss because I'm bad and <laughs> and I didn't understand the mechanics. And then I had to go to bed and then I woke up and it was today and that's that's that. So I didn't get to fully experience it. But I love a lot that it has going on. Um, I love the character designs, all six party members, maybe there'll be more, but there were six party members that I had in this demo, and I really, really liked all of them genuinely. I thought they were all really well designed and interesting. You can choose from a bunch of different playable characters, you don't just have to play as the main character. Uh, Ray Chase, my boy, is the voice of the main character, thank God, I've been blessed. More like Ray Trace-ing. <laughs> Tales of Arise does not feature ray tracing, but I do appreciate the joke. Just got to be transparent so we don't get sued. Sorry, Mr. Chase. Yeah. I didn't mean to make a joke out of your name. but Yeah, come on the show. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. <laughs> Two on one. Yeah. I mean, I, I could just watch and smile because I love Ray Chase. Yeah. So that was that demo. There was another demo that came out. Very similar game for <laughs> JRPG <laughs> WarioWare Get It Together which is an upcoming Nintendo Switch release it's a little it's not a mini game collection but instead a micro game collection if you've never played a WarioWare game it's a bunch of games that last like 5 to 10 seconds typically and you just have to figure out what's going on and play and try to beat it and you have to beat a bunch of micro games in a row to win the level uh, this one's gimmick is that the micro games are all the same, but you play as different characters and it randomizes who you're playing as. So you have to approach each micro game differently, depending who you're playing as. This demo does a pretty good job of showing that off. I played a little bit of the single player, a little bit of the multiplayer. It's basically all that's available in the demo. If you think you're interested in this game, though, I do recommend checking it out. I really, really like the demo and it confirmed to me that I'm definitely going to be purchasing the game when it comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I love, I have so many fond memories because I didn't have the, um, you know, the Game Boy SP that like flipped up. Yeah. I didn't have that and I, and I didn't have WarioWare and I remember my friend did and she let me borrow it. So much fun. I have so many fond memories of like playing it with her and like it's really, it's really unlike any game you will ever play or have ever played. Um, so I'm very excited for this. I'm excited to see what it's like on the Switch. I haven't played the demo. I'm just going to play it when it comes out. But Yeah, that's the other thing. Is if, you're, if you are certain you're going to play it, you should probably just wait because it's just it's just a chunk of the game, you know? And it, right, and it feels right. very sales-centric where, like, between each round, it does, like, a little mini trailer. And I'm like, I just kind of want to play for, like, right. half an hour to get an idea. But uh, it, I am excited. It confirmed to me that the game, I am right to be excited i think yes i'm excited just a few weeks here just a few weeks we just gotta power through it power through listen to episodes of talking games with kelly and andrew just past time <laughs> well another one put it in the books it's in the books 
closing the book. And the and the Jeff There the book Jeff, where the book goes. Jeff Keeley book. It's being closed. Jeff Keeley. Mr. Keeley closing the book on our friendship today. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Well now he's not gonna be on the show. Yeah, well maybe he should have thought about that. He should have. Yeah. You closed the book. <laughs> Maybe I should have. <laughs> you really should have. That would have been so, would have been <laughs> awesome to have Jeff Keeley on the show, and we'd be like, "Hey, Jeff Keeley, why do you wear T-shirts with your blazers?" Uh... Jeff Keeley, you have so much money. Can't you afford a button-down? <laughs> Mister Keeley, <sighs> can't you afford a nice Target button-down? <laughs> Men's warehouse. Oh my goodness. Um, David's bridal. No, we're going a little far now. <laughs> it's getting weird now. <sighs> Uh-huh. Every time we bring up Jeff, we get a little weird. Yeah, I think on that note, yeah, it might be time to say goodbye. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening so consistently. This is a very small bit of news on our part. If you go to Spotify, the app, some people were like, how do I find your show? And for the first few episodes, you know, we were, we were a small, up-and-coming show, so it's kind of hard to find us, so I had to tell people... Oh, type in Talking Games with K, and it popped up. Well, guess what, audience? If you go in and you type Talking Games, guess who's the first show now? Very first thing. It's us. We did it. Which wouldn't be that impressive if not for the fact that the second Talking Games that comes up is, I don't remember, but it's two names as well. It's very similar to our names, but it's created by the New York Video Game Critics Association. They've had Reggie on their show before. Oh, wow. Like they're a big they're a bigish deal. I don't know how many listen listeners they get, but like if you look up Talking Games, we're number 1 now. We're the first person you see. You see our mugs right away. And I just want to thank everybody because the only reason that we're there is because people have been listening and people have been really, you know, loyal to the show. And that's really cool. So I'm thankful to all of you. Yes. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're looking forward to next week where we'll probably have quite a bit of news to talk about. Thanks to Jeff Keeley's Gamescom showcase. <laughs> Again, that's Wednesday at 2 p.m eastern standard time that's wednesday the 25th of august tune in if you want for two hours of jeff Keeley revealing stuff the only things we know are that there's going to be saint row saints row and there's going to be somebody in a monkey ball it's me it's Ke kelly's the monkey ball kelly's the new character that would be very surprising jeff would not have been lying that's true so Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you next week. See you next week.